The K Aesthetic presents K Combos. I'm your host, Holly K, a licensed esthetician, professional makeup artist, and educator. This is a multifaceted podcast where I talk about the beauty industry, business, life, and more. K Combos is not just for beauty professionals, but for anyone who loves to learn, be inspired, and motivated. Thanks for listening. Hey y'all, thanks for listening to another episode of K-Combos. So today's episode is for my educators, my instructors, my professors, whatever title you may go by. And this, like a lot of things, is not just for those who may be in the beauty industry. This is for those who maybe are teaching at different levels, be that it's elementary, middle, high, collegiate levels. Um, If you are an independent educator, this is for you because today's topic can apply to everybody. I'll be mostly focusing it on working with adults. However, these are strategies that I did use when I was working with students of younger ages, as well as when I was doing any type of professional development with adults or my my peers, those who I work with, so fellow educators as well. Just to give a bit of background, I have over 15 years, hard to believe, (laughs) of educational experience, and that uh, started with elementary school, actually started with pre-K. That was not the plan, but when I graduated, there were no jobs, if you know anything about my story. So I did do pre-K for a bit, transitioned to elementary, worked my way up through there, and while being Mm -hmm. in the school system as an educator, I had the opportunity to also then branch out and do professional development. So that is pretty much where you're educating fellow teachers um, on certain topics, whatever you make it trained in. And then also the different roles I've served in, I've been able to kind of do a lot of trainings. When I transitioned to teaching adults for aesthetics, I quickly realized a lot of the skills (laughs) that I needed for the littles, um, I needed for my adults as well. And it's in no way to diminish anybody or say adults act like children or anything. What I realized was that adults need structure as well. Um, They appreciate the structure. Kids actually really appreciate the structure, but I won't get into that today. Um, But they appreciate the structure. Uh, They, because they are an adult, they want their time valued. So you have to make sure you come with your stuff together, making sure you're not wasting somebody's time, that what you're providing is effective, um, that it's a value. But even though they're adults, it still needs to be engaging. So there are a lot of different things I could touch on when it comes to being an effective uh, classroom instructor or an effective independent instructor, uh, independent instructor when it comes to creating your lesson plans, even creating your syllabus. I won't touch on those today. I'm just going to touch on engagement and throw out a few things of what engagement might look like just to give you a few ideas. I think sometimes we get stuck in the mindset that if I'm working with adults, it has to be that traditional lecture setup. So because you're an adult, you should be able to sit down for an hour or two hours and listen to me teach. Granted, an adult should have a little bit more stamina and it should be able to last a little longer. However, 
You have to think about the world we live in. Everything is quick. It's right there. Um, Instagram, TikTok. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody has kind of transitioned to this. I call it like microwave mentality. It's real quick, right? Even when you think about from a business perspective, the amount of time you have to get somebody's attention to get their buy-in to keep somebody's attention, you have to be engaging. So let's talk about what this looks like or some things you can do in the classroom to make sure your lesson is engaging as an instructor. One of the things I like to do is be mindful of my time. You have to be great at time management. So if this is an area that's not a strength for you, you may have to set timers. If you need to set timers, do that so you can build in the habit of keeping your your message, I don't even like to use the word lecture, but your instruction or whatever you're presenting in um, is structured in a way that's going to keep their attention. Nobody's falling asleep or they're not wanting to be there anymore. They start tuning out. So you're kind of teaching to yourself or to the walls. I like to, and I even got this from my director, but I had learned this as well prior to that from another training, do a little chunk of teaching. So for example, maybe teach 10 to 15 minutes and then break it up. That break doesn't necessarily need to be, hey, you guys are going to five minute break to get out of here. But that breakup could be now I'm going to have you collaborate with a classmate um, and do an activity. And then let's come back and let's talk about it. Break up your lesson. Make it fun. Make it keep people's attention. Don't get in the mindset that just because they're an adult, that they don't want to have fun. Who doesn't want to have fun? You're going to remember those experiences a lot more than somebody just sitting there talking to you. Um, another thing that you can do to make sure the lesson is engaging, and again, this applies even for independent edu- educators, think of how you could break up something when you're coaching somebody, how can you break up what you're trying to convey to the person so that they're able to really walk away with the true understanding, make it digestible for them. So I mentioned fun, get them up and moving. Get them up instead of say, okay, partner with somebody next to you. Let's get up. Everybody get up. I'm going to put on a song. And when the song stops, whoever you're standing next to, that's your partner. And whatever your activity is, go ahead and roll that out. Or if we're responding to questions, instead of me doing a traditional PowerPoint presentation, um, maybe do a Kahoot. I love Kahoot. (laughs) A lot of people do that for games at home. So why would you not implement it into your lesson? Or put up around the room like four corners. If you remember four corners when you were little, you had like if you had an A, B, C, D choice, it could be a review or something you're asking the students or your class and have them go stand where they're choosing their answer response. And then they could discuss with those individuals there. Or they go around and maybe respond to questions that have been posted up. Again, get up, get them up and moving, get them engaging. This can really kind of take away from anybody having an opportunity to fall asleep or not be engaged, this is beneficial for that person, maybe who doesn't feel comfortable always speaking out. Because remember, we also have to be mindful of the different learning styles, right? So if you have that student who's shy, or you know, you got that person who just, I I, I know the answer, I know the answer. Okay, good job, you know the answer, but we want to include other people. So this gives other individuals the opportunity to feel involved, and like they can contribute as well, and that they're not overlooked. I touched on learning styles. Be mindful of that. Some adults may already learn, know their learning style. Some may not. So you might even consider giving like an assessment. You can find it easily on Google or the internet for free. Just to kind of, it's like a quick quiz people could take to determine their learning style. 
or ask them, are they somebody who does well with when somebody's talking to you, you can receive the information well and you can execute it. That's your auditory person. Do they need more hands-on? You know, think about that. Especially if you're in the beauty industry, we know there's a component that's going to be your theory. And then you have your component that is the hands-on because they actually have to do the services. But we've got to teach that theory piece, right? You could still infuse a lot of that theory content into the hands-on piece or even do it when you're doing your, I, I'm doing air quotes, your traditional lecture, infuse a lot of those other styles into that so that you're able to appeal to all learning styles. If I'm talking and doing activity, I still want to have some type of visual up because you have that person that's a visual learner. We want to make sure we're tapping into every single learning style. And sometimes, especially if somebody's changing career fields or this is something that's completely new to them, what may have worked once for them before may not work now. So again, you want to make sure you're appealing within that one lesson, try to tap into all the different learning styles. Another way of keeping them engaged, get them involved, see what they know. So I kind of like to say almost make the student the teacher. If you have a structure set up to where they have to read certain materials or know some things or kind of front loaded already, why are you then standing before them and pretty much regurgitating everything that they should have done? Now, granted, you have some people who maybe don't do their work, but if I'm talking about adults again, and it's a situation where they have the, have had the opportunity to front load, that's on them, right? They need to make sure they're pulling their weight, doing their part as well. So now I want to tap into what you know. A lot of times students will say they don't know something, but they know a lot more than they realize they do. What this might look like, give out whiteboards, okay? Give an assignment, give a question. Um, for example, when I'm teaching functions of the skin, I pull out the different, I write out the different functions. I partner them up in pairs or um, like small groups, depending on my numbers, and I give them one. And they've got to come up and do charades <laughs> and we have to guess what the function is. Okay, so there's the fun. We got a movement. We got people engaged. It's a game, but it's still touching on the content that I have to teach, right? And then they will share out what they know about that particular function. And then as the instructor, I'm now going to come in and I'm going to plug in more. I'm going to add to your knowledge base because I will have a little bit more knowledge to add to what they have shared. Or this is an opportunity to maybe correct any um, misunderstandings or provide clarification. Be flexible. Be the teacher that you wish you had. If you take just a second and think to yourself, it could be from the time you were little, pre-K or kindergarten, all the way up to whatever your highest level of education is, or maybe a class that you've taken or a webinar you've taken. Think about that teacher that left such a great impact on you. What about them? made such a great impact on you or something that you just really remember from school that they shared with you or this class why was that then take a second to think about that teacher that you're like i would never want to interact with this person again or sit in a class with them and it may not even been educational based it could have been something that they did with you know that involves their personality or how they treated people. But you remember, it's unfortunate, but a lot of us remember that negative experience in school as well. 
Remember that person. So when you think about who you are as an educator or instructor, what is the impression you want to leave on somebody? Do you want to be that positive memory? Or do you want to be that negative memory? Now, granted, you cannot make everybody like you. You shouldn't strive to make anybody like you anyhow. Show up, put out your best, walk in integrity. You're not here to make friends. That's another conversation for another day, baby. <laughs> you, they can like you, but you're not here to be friends. You have to know there's a line of separation, right? But think about what type of impact you want to leave on that person who's in your presence to learn from you. I don't care if it's a classroom, if you're standing on a stage teaching somebody, or again, if it's a one-on-one -on -one lesson, small group, what impacts are you leaving? Make it fun. Make it engaging. You should have fun. You should want to show up and do this. I hope this has been of some help and bless those who are educators. I love my teachers. I thought I was done teaching if you know me, child, but it's in me and I truly enjoy it and I love it. And if you're somebody who's maybe considering going into education, I hope you got something from this as well. This will not be the last of me touching on some different strategies that my educators can implement. I'm going to strive to do this like maybe every other episode or maybe I'll do a series. I'm not 100% sure just yet, but I do know I have some more. Plus some other goodies rolling out for my educators. I got to take care of my newbies, my babies in the industry, right? Or those who've been here for a while, I want to keep you motivated. But I also got to take care of my educators because those truly have my heart. Until next time, be blessed. Thanks for listening to this episode of K Convos. Do you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest you'd love to hear on the podcast? Email your suggestions to kconvos at gmail.com. Until next time, be blessed.